I'm Jade Simmons, and this is SEO in 2024 Additional Insights. Jade, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2024? So my additional insight is to get hands-on to be successful in your career as an SEO. Superb. Okay, well, let's dive into what you mean by hands-on. So by hands-on, I mean getting hands-on with a website. So if you can, getting into the CMS, making changes yourself, or at least having a look in there and seeing what the platform is like, not just relying on the output of screaming frog crawls, for example, and looking at the source code and really understanding what you're looking at, potentially even taking some like free online coding courses so you know your way a little bit around basic JavaScript, HTML, that sort of thing. Yeah, great advice. I remember starting off in SEO a long time ago and uh, using Dreamweaver to actually look at the HTML code that um, the design package was producing and then using WordPress and understanding basic PHP from that. And it, it, it certainly makes a big difference in being able to understand what Google is trying to do from an SEO perspective. Uh, but do you advise every single type of SEO to do this? I mean, someone's fairly creative or content-oriented, strategic, um, would you still advise them to get hands-on in terms of what the code of a website means? Yeah, I definitely think I would. We have, um, I work for an agency at the minute and we'll, we'll bring on people that are inexperienced in SEO completely and we'll, we'll train them up. And often you'll get people come in saying, oh, okay, I really love the technical side of things or the content side of things or the digital PR side of things. And I really want to focus on that. But my advice to them is generally always like, yes, great for you to focus on that in the future. But you need, I think, to be an effective SEO to have that full rounded awareness of how it all works as an ecosystem. I don't know if you've heard of um, like the T-shape model. And um, sure. I think that can, yeah, like it can be like, like the whole of marketing. T-shape marketer. Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, it works for like, you know, you. I've got a broad understanding of everything and you might be a specialist in PPC or whatever, but I think that actually works quite well for SEO too. So you've got this broad understanding of everything in like the, the SEO universe and then you have your specialism of, you know, technical or whatever that might be um, or content in this case. Um, so yeah, I think it's good for everybody, any SEO, no matter what your specialism to have an understanding of the whole lot. Oh, wonderful. Okay. A T within a T uh, essentially. So uh... yeah, exactly. And in terms of getting hands-on, do you, do you advise, do you allow your team to get hands-on with your client websites or is this something that they should practice themselves? I mean, should they have their own websites and, and uh, really dive into experimenting by doing that? Yeah, so I'm just going to, in case there are any of my clients listening to this, do not worry, we do not <laughs> let anybody lose some websites. Yeah, it, it definitely depends on the agency or if you're in-house. Um, so I've had roles before, both agency and in-house, where the SEOs have been required to be hands-on in the CMS. And if you have a role like that, absolutely. Or if that's an agreement you have with your clients and you've got more junior team members, then yes, definitely. I think doing it within part of your day job, if you can, is great. But if you can't, and I've also been in this position before, then I think setting up your own websites is absolutely something that everybody should try at least once if they're if they're working in digital and i know that yeah, if you've not really got much um experience of that it sounds very scary and i'm i'm just here to say that if i can do it literally anybody can do it you could just 
have a look on YouTube. They're really easy guides. All you have to do is buy a domain name and then install it on WordPress as step-by-step guides to follow. And then that's it. You've got a website and you can play around with it. And uh, yeah, highly recommend that. Is WordPress still the way to go for experimenting or is there um, a case for platforms like like Wix instead or, or would you as a up-and-coming SEO learn, learn more from WordPress? I don't really think it matters too much because they've all got their different ways of making changes. So it's my general process and advice would be for somebody to set the website up and then crawl it. And then you'll think you've done it perfectly and you will inevitably find all of these different mistakes in the crawl. And then you've got to set about trying to fix them. Uh, you know, even something as simple as this canonical tag isn't right. Like that can, you could, I mean, in my experience, gone down a rabbit hole for hours trying to figure out how to do that. And I don't really think it matters which CMS you're using. They're all going to have different ways, um, like Wix or any of the the free ones, basically, if you don't want to be investing too much money in it. WordPress is just the one that I have most experience of. And I know that you can either, the benefit it has is if you do want to get involved with the code, you can see the back end of it. Otherwise, if you do just want that visual editor mode and the, the code is a bit too too much for you, um, then you can do that as well. But yeah, I'm sure other, other CMS also have that facility. So should SEO do this, um, as you advise, to get to a certain level, get to a certain comfort with maybe how a CMS operates. And then as their career is progressing and they're into SEO management, maybe becoming an SEO director, it's not so necessary anymore? Or is this something that you recommend forever? It does depend. So I think when you're when you're kind of starting out, I definitely think it's a way for you to grow that confidence. And I'm sure most people will recognize that feeling of when they were starting out or if they're new to their careers now where you're joining a call with internal stakeholders or if you're an agency with a client and that sick feeling in your stomach of, oh my God, what if they ask me a question? I might not know the answer to it. And I think having your own site and playing around with things like that really helps you to build that. So it's very valuable, I think, for people at the beginning of their careers. But also saying that when you do get into those, you know, you you start progressing for your career, you do find that you spend less time doing hands-on recommendations and it is more about QAing other people's work or setting that strategy piece. And I think it is quite easy for you to get outdated with your knowledge or, you know, potentially forget there's only so much information that we can retain. So I think even, you know, as, you know, a more senior person within the field, I think, looking at um, the code of a website and, you know, getting hands-on from time to time is a good a good way to just refresh your own skills and, you know, even just remind yourself that, yes, I, I can do this and almost like fall in love with SEO again, like in all of the, the digging in to the different bits and pieces. That sounded a bit trite. I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, try to incorporate lessons from these individual projects into internal training sessions and agencies? Because I'm imagining that um, if you're asking individuals, SEOs within your team to give examples of what they're working on and lessons they have learned from that, then that that, that, that could be quite interactive and appealing to other people um, attending the, the, the training session. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is always quite nice when you can, if you're training somebody and you can come up with these like because you can teach best practice, but best practice isn't always what realistically happens 
when you're actually working with a website, like there's always special cases and different things. So I think it's really valuable to talk about those edge cases. And also, I think uh, something that we we haven't done it recently, but something we used to do, and I definitely would like us to set up again, is um, we had a website that we'd set up just for our inexperienced hires to play around on. And we'd give them like, you know, a subfolder each and, okay, optimize this for this keyword, for example. And um, that would then allow them to come back and train each other as well on what they'd found and the difficulties and be working out together how to fix things so yeah i think it could be really valuable in that sense as well super and i think you mentioned that um in conversations with clients um the seo exec or whoever's actually doing this themselves um, may take lessons from that and be more confident at, at speaking with clients as a result of actually practically going through this themselves yeah absolutely and i think to be honest with you like 80% of your success as an SEO in your career does lie in your ability to be confident in what you're saying and sell. Most of what we do is selling. It's either, you know, you've got the practical things of selling if you're pitching in as an agency to clients, but we also have to sell into internal stakeholders or to our clients to get them to actually implement things. We have to sell ideas to developers and persuade them that yes this should be added to the backlog and prioritized in the dev queue and i think it's you may get some people who are very naturally good at selling and you could give them anything and they could have a go at selling it and they do a great job but i think for the most part it's much easier to be authentic and real and do a, a good job really of, of selling your your cause if you you understand it and you feel confident about what you're talking about so over the next couple of years, we might see AI take more of an active role in the development of um, best practice within a CMS to ensure that um, everything's optimised, maybe even surpassing a, a lot of what a, a junior SEO may be doing. Uh, is is there anything that a, a newer SEO can do uh, to try and grow their career without um, fear that uh, the AI software and whatever AI platform that is being used will take over from what they're actually doing on a day-to-day basis? Sure. I'm seriously really, really excited about about AI. And we've had conversations, you know, with, oh, is it going to take our jobs? And, you know, it's, it was all over the industry like six months ago or so. I think my advice to anybody, well, anybody starting out, but also anybody who's already in the industry is to not be afraid of AI and to start playing around with it and learning how to use it. Because at the end of the day, there's still going to need to be the human input into the AI. So I'd almost treat it as a new tool set that we need to pick up and learn as much as you know how to use crawling software or keyword research tools. I think being able to use AI, generative AI and other forms of that is, um, you know, a really strong thing to have in your tool set. And I think it will, if you have this newer generation of SEOs coming up that are doing this, I actually think that's going to start setting some people apart from people that have maybe been in the industry a while and aren't investigating the new technologies and uh, learning how to use them. Great. So you're essentially saying that um, um, your SEOs especially need to be getting hands-on with AI. Um, so as well as CMSs, that, that's another technology they need to master. And it's a case of perhaps they could actually do that in their own time as well and like, figure out how it works. And that will probably assist them with their careers. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd say as well, like as much as doing it in their own time, I think trying to weave it into your day-to-day work as well is um, a great way of doing that and you know figuring out how to 
I was thinking it's like how to work smarter, not harder. Like if you can use AI, obviously, depending on like your company's regulations, I know some companies don't like the use of generative AI at all. But if within the framework of your job and your role, you are able to use it, then I'd highly recommend trying to bake it in to what you're doing. And I think any decent company would welcome, you know, their employees exploring these tools to try and make themselves more efficient when they're working. So is there a certain amount of time that um, companies, that agencies, do you think should allocate um, their SEOs to self-learn and improve what they're doing and experiment a little bit more? Yeah, ideally. And that is something that I sound like I'm doing a job advert for, for my company, but we we absolutely do offer that. And um, it's quite a generous amount of time, actually, which is um, set aside for that self-development and learning. Um, but other places that I've worked as well, it, it does typically tend to be agency, but I think some in-house companies do it as well. And they set aside that time to you know allow you to to use that time to explore new technologies and to get better at your job. And also, laying on the trainings themselves as well. Um, like if you are new to your career and you're looking for somewhere to to start working, asking what their training and learning and development programs are like is a really great thing to do at interview. And uh, they should be saying, um, we have these training courses and it's a continuous learning thing. And it's not just you join and you have your onboarding training and that's it. It should be this lifelong um, or career long process of um, of learning within SEO and your company should be enabling you to do that. So you shared what SEOs should be doing in 2024. Now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2024? Sure. So in terms of time, I think it can be quite uh, tempting to stop researching and learning once you start to get to grips with things and you, you feel like you know what you're doing and you lose that fear factor when you're joining calls and you know the answers to the questions people are asking you. It can be tempting to get that time back then by stopping learning. But actually, I think that's, you know, one of the worst things as an SEO you can do. The industry is changing constantly. You could be, you know, one month, two months down the road and your knowledge could be out of date. So I think you'll you'll end up wasting more time in the long run if you don't keep up to date with changes because you're going to have to relearn things and um, be researching before you answer clients or you answer your stakeholders or provide best practice. So yeah, I'd absolutely advise anybody, like no matter what career level you're at, to just remember to keep learning. I personally read things like Search Engine Land and Search Engine Roundtable each morning. You could subscribe to a podcast like this one or follow people on X or LinkedIn, however works for you just make sure that you are learning and um, reading the most recent information. Great advice. Yeah. So I was going to ask you actually as a follow-up, which platforms you favour, but um, you've articulated what what you tend to do yourself as well. Um, So it's a case of just um, understanding what your preferred learning style is, be it a podcast, reading, watching videos, being more interactive and just being consistent with that learning style. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody learns in different ways. So what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for somebody else. I think, as you said, that the consistency really is key. Um, When I have new joiners on my team, I always advise them spend 20 minutes, half an hour every morning, first thing when you come in, learning and reading. And I think if you can get yourself into that habit, whether it's, you know, on your commute, you're listening to a podcast or you're taking 20 minutes at your desk with a coffee when you're setting yourself up for the day, reading the stories that are online about SEO, like whatever whatever works for you, as long as it's a consistent pattern, um, it's going to really benefit you in the long run. Jade Simmons is SEO Director at Dentsu, and you can find her over on LinkedIn. Jade, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2024. 
I've been your host, David Bain. You've been listening to an episode of SEO in 2024 Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2024 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more at seoin2024.com. Thank you.